What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 132 of this podcast. As always, make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of the episodes at a speed you are comfortable at otherwise it's it's going to sound very boring and you will definitely feel like falling asleep and let's be honest that is really not what any of us wants uh so with that out of the way let's jump into this episode so quite a positive day for the markets in general we're seeing a 1.91 adr which is several times better than what we've seen in the past in fact uh, when i say the past i'm talking about literally yesterday the day before yesterday and the entire previous week we've seen terrible adrs even on positive days the adrs have been 0.5 0.6 and so on this is almost two so essentially if you're wondering what it means it means that the number of gainers uh, you know was 1.91 times the number of losers so we had 1169 gainers and 611 losers now unfortunately the fidi data hasn't been updated quite yet let me just check if it's been refreshed all right so it's been refreshed minus 190 crore fi's net selling and plus 590 crores uh, net buying on the di's part so looks like the di's were you know able to really pull things through possibly you know part partially might 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 have been short covering also uh, we never really know and uh, overall the volume seemed far stronger than what we've been seeing this entire week pretty much uh, especially considering that this was an oddly positive day sort of breaking the negative streak that we've seen so again that's a good sign now uh, yeah i mean th- there's one this little thing uh, i i saw a tweet by uh, this this guy pr sundar is his name and uh, he's he's obviously a much bigger uh, guy you know in terms of how much experience he has and his portfolio size and his followers and such so uh, you know i i like no point giving him a shout out so uh, yeah i mean he had tweeted earlier in the morning that every time nifty has broken nifty future has broken 12000 uh, level it's generally you know went up or gone up by around 250 points or so and uh, that was a very interesting point and you know it's so simple to uh, when you say that but then actually thinking of things from that point uh, you know takes a bit of experience which is why i thought i'd include it in this episode and uh, that that really was the case you know after it breached that 12k level today was a pos- was a positive day for uh, for nifty so that is a very interesting point that i found and that i needed to share now uh, in terms of why we saw such a positive day could have been the broad market index nifty rejecting those sub 12000 levels as we said previously and uh, you know the underlying stocks were also uh, very uh, very you know what what do you say they were very accommodating uh, in that they also went up now they've been they've been in reasonably good support low support zone since the budget day because we saw literally everything going down uh to their supports and they've been consolidating you know going up down here and there from that day so they've all been in support zones and that that might possibly be one of the reasons why we saw this happening 
but more on that in the next segment for now i really wanted to talk about some of the observations that i saw and uh, the global markets last night they were down today morning of course closing uh, the international or western markets uh, had not opened yet like they just closed and they were all in the red um, sgx nifty was in the green of course and uh, you know the markets our markets opened with a 98 point or so gap up and the pre markets were also looking strong uh, FTSE followed which is reasonably positive not too negative not too positive so that was also sort of uh, fitting into the entire scenario uh which is again which is a good thing now another observation that i've had is gold up till now has been you know going down i think two or three days we saw it going down consistently it said that gold generally has a negative correlation with uh you know the stock markets and that means that when gold is down the markets are up when the markets are up gold is down there there is a, there are a few reasons why this is the case i won't get into that right now but looks like that did not hold true this time because gold today is up the market today is up gold this past week was down the markets this past week were down so it's very interesting to see that happening of course that might just indicate that there is a fundamental issue which was there you know in terms of the investor confidence and all of those things which could have been one of the factors which which you know caused this So yeah I mean that that is it for my general observations let's move to the indices Nifty closed at 12125.9 it's up 133 points Bank Nifty is at 30838 it's up to 75 points so overall a better day for Nifty than uh, it was for Bank Nifty so Nifty is 1.15% Bank Nifty is 0.91% Uh, Nifty had an ADR of 38 as to 12, so reasonably good. I think this is a sustainable level, as as I've spoken in the past. 35 is to 15 is generally what I have observed to be a sustainable level for uh, Nifty. <clears throat> so right around there, because anything higher, like 42 is to 8 and such, it becomes too too positive, and then profit booking starts happening and all those things. So this is this I've observed this to be a very good level uh, for Bank Nifty. I believe it was all 12. Yeah, no, it was 10 advances, two declines. So you know, effectively all all in the green. Interestingly, um, this past week, while all the indices have been going down, um, you know, be it broad market indices or sectoral indices, we've seen VIX India VIX steadily climbing up. Today India VIX is down. so i'm not quite sure what the reason for that is but uh, you know it's down uh, and of course the sectoral indices be it fmcg financial services fmcg and you know all of those things they are all in the green uh, i think auto is the least in the green at 0.01% just one point above the previous close but you know it's it's still in the green so that's a good sign now coming to the the indices which we analyze generally nifty and bank nifty we'll we'll talk about nifty first intraday things were all right you know of course that 100 point gap up definitely helped a lot in uh, you know the 133 point positive move but we saw things slowly uh, sort of you know inching towards a negative thing uh, literally uh, the first candle after open so 9:30 onwards we saw mild retracement to the r1 level and from there we saw it jumping making a new high 
uh, retracing for a bit and then again making a new high so overall a very positive uh, you know intraday candle intraday movement in my opinion throughout the day the rsi was above 60 so we can see strong momentums um, you know if we if we pick that up on the daily chart we can see that it is right at that trend line i've already posted a picture of this on instagram uh, because it's formed a very nice hammer pattern that I wanted to share and it's formed that pattern right after filling in that gap yesterday is what we were talking about if you remember I said that that support at lower levels is very reassuring to me uh, but I, I, again I said that at the same time it's it's possible that you know it can obviously go down or it can go up it chose to go up so uh, in, the, in, in that uh, sort of process of going up it created a massive 98 point gap which is the big thing that we need to consider because right now it's at 12125 which is right around the first resistance zone above 12100 so i've observed it to be around 12120 to 130 and it's smack in the middle of that so it remains to be seen whether it's it respects that or not the day's high was 12134 so you know clearly it did not even attempt 12140 12150 levels um you know so that's another thing to consider but overall things look things do look good and uh, considering that most of the underlying stocks are also reasonably placed on their daily charts and on their weekly charts it is also a relatively good sign add to that nifty is also very well placed on the monthly chart and today is going to be the last, uh, the second last trading day of the week. Thursday is the last day because Friday is a trading holiday. As of now, the weekly candle does seem to be all right as well. So far, it's respected, um, you know, those supports and it has rejected the previous week's spinning top. So that looks good as well. So overall, things look decent. But again, you know, we really can't say if tomorrow is a negative day. Uh, because of so many other factors and that is why I always, I've been saying that you know I'd rather react to what the price movements are because the pre-market gives you a decent idea once a few candles form that gives you a decent idea of the general trend of the market now coming to bank nifty looks like it completely uh, rejected 31k levels even near 31k levels 30,950 is the very first resistance we see before 31k is hit and the day's high was 30,947. So even that was not uh, attempted. And uh, overall, <clears throat> the only saving grace for Bank Nifty was the gap up because we're seeing a negative candle. The, the day's close was below the day's open, which is not a good sign. In fact, banks in general seem to be lagging. For Nifty, the only things which were, which were like, which managed to push it uh, to such a high level was HDFC, Reliance, and HUL. So these three stocks were the heavyweights which managed to move Nifty. In the case of Bank Nifty, that really wasn't the case. You know, when we talk about banks like HDFC Bank and such, they were positive, yes, but they were not as positive as one would have wanted them to be in order for it to actually breach 31K. So that is my reading and my understanding of uh, how Bank Nifty moved and why it moved this way. Broadly speaking, though, it is still a higher high and a higher low which is again a positive thing and uh, you know again 838 is not really a bad level 871 is going to be a resistance 771 is going to be a support so it's sandwiched right now and uh, possibly the overall mood and the general trend might dictate what happens with bank nifty tomorrow so that's my view on that
And I'll just do a quick little skim reading of, uh, you know, just making sure that I'm not missing anything out. And yeah, looks like looks like we're all set for indices. And oh, another thing I've 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 I've, I've noticed is Nifty on the daily chart has a far higher momentum RSI above 50 than Bank Nifty on the daily chart with RSI. Uh, looks like it's at around 48 or so so that's another point to consider intraday I'll just check intraday RSI was right around 60 not as high momentum as what we saw with nifty uh, but overall very similar and intraday as I'm seeing nifty I can also see that it did attempt sort of a gap filling during the day but uh, you know of course that was rejected and then it took support and went up so uh, that's my view on the indices and let's move to my trades so I just exited one trade today and that was HDFC call if you remember I'd taken it yesterday and I exited it today with around a 45% ROI which is definitely good I, I really wanted to enter into a put position and a call position at separate times not a not, not like a straddle situation but at separate times uh, for nifty However, I just did not have the funds for it. I, I had to choose between that HDFC one and my Maruti one, which I took today. Or I had to choose between that straddle, not a straddle, but uh, a call and a put at separate times. So I, I chose the former. And uh, the former also I could only, you know, take after exiting certain positions. So I exited positions uh, like LNT and uh, partial exit of course not not a lot and i booked profits uh, well partial profits in certain positions today so those really helped me get the capital to get into a, a trade which which would have given me a higher roi than i would have gotten had i just kept kept that in my holdings and the reason for that is because um if, if you've been following this podcast since the last week you know that i've been facing some negative roi days as a result my capital has been going down instead of pumping in additional capital. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to see how far I can go with this and trying to gain it back. So when I'm doing that, uh, you know, if I just infuse extra capital, that'll be just too easy. And uh, this is actually something that my father recommends doing. Uh, so that is what I'm following right now. And as a result, I'm trying to make money from the money I already have instead of trying to pump in new money and, you know, just, just add to that risk, add to uh, all of the iffy scenarios that we're seeing in the market. So I try to generate a return with what I already had with limited resources. No one, no one has unlimited resources. And as a result, I was unable to take like two trades, which would have definitely been good ROI, uh, but that is how it is. My lesson for the day is very similar to what I had, what I spoke in the trades, because look, no one has unlimited amounts of money, no one has unlimited resources, which is why if you're holding on to certain stocks, it, it's pro and you find a trade which has a high probability of working out, it could be in your best interest to partially exit that holding and put in that money in that trade and as a result you, you you are essentially your main aim is to generate a return unless your main aim is to just generate as much return as you can from one stock it's probably best to like get into these sort of trades because you are getting a net uh, return which is far higher than what you would have gotten um, in case of that just one stocks for for example LNT, even if it goes up by a few points tomorrow, 
I exited just like one or two, uh, one or two LTs. And even if it goes up by 100 points tomorrow, that's just 200 rupees. Whereas on the call that I took, I netted far more. So you need to understand that at the same time, if you are new to this, if you are new to trading and investing and, you know, this, this sort of space in general, do not try to pull stuff like this because of course, when you've, when you've got a higher probability of earning that much, you also have that probability of losing that much. So you need to have that capacity to absorb that risk, uh, which is why all of this really isn't too advisable for complete beginners, but it's, it's, you know, a good thing to sort of do a good practice to have if you already have some exposure and if you already have some experience and if you can take that risk. So that's my lesson for the day. Again, this one is more, uh, you know, practical rather than theoretical. Uh, but it's something that I really feel that more people should understand because if you keep on pumping new money and you continue making losses, then you'll just end up depleting your own capital, your own pocket, your own wallet uh, by a far greater extent. And this way, by surviving on a limited capital, it'll also treat, it'll also teach you far more than you know just just playing with unlimited money. So that's my lesson for the day. That was it for this episode as well. I hope you found this helpful and informative. As always, happy trading tomorrow. See you the next one. Tomorrow is going to be a weekly expiry. And it's going to be the last trading day for the week. So let's see how it goes. Happy trading. See you in the next one.